So first, a correction. In our last episode about Seal's Kiss from a Rose, we said that the song appeared on 1995's Batman Returns soundtrack, and that's wrong. Uh, The movie was, in fact, Batman Forever. We deeply regret the error. And now, Tuner. John and I are products of the 90s. And I think there's one staple of 90s American pop culture that's truly unforgettable. It's Friday night. That's ABC's classic Friday night block of sitcoms, TGIF. Which apparently stood for, thank goodness, it's funny. Next is our show, Full House, and then after that is the new show, Family Matters. And don't forget Perfect Strangers and just the ten of us. Come on, America, hug your TV set. And it turns out, a lot of the shows on TGF shared a songwriting team. Television theme song savants Jesse Frederick and Bennett Salve wrote the iconic theme songs to Family Matters. It's the Perfect Strangers, Step by Step, and of course, the mother of all theme songs. Let that sink in for a second. These two people wrote all these songs. For a brief period of time, you could watch a two-hour block of shows and only hear music written by these guys. It's incredible. If I met one of them on the street, I don't think I'd be able to thank him adequately. And now that Netflix has given us Fuller House, the Full House sequel we didn't know we didn't want, a whole new generation gets their own updated take on Everywhere You Look. So I guess it's time to look at the 90s through the lens of a new millennium. You got it, dude. Hey, I'm Brian Barone. And I'm John Lago Marcino. You're listening to Tuner. Today's song is Everywhere You Look, the theme song from Full House and now Fuller House, originally performed by Jesse Frederick and for the new series covered by Carly Rae Jepsen. Before we get to this song specifically, let's start by thinking for a minute about what we talk about when we talk about covers. The definition of this idea might seem obvious at first. To someone living in the U.S. in 2016, a cover is just a new version by a new artist of a song originally recorded and often written by another artist. But if we think about it a little, we'll see that there are some particular and peculiar assumptions baked into that definition, and that the idea of a cover is kind of really strange. The idea of covers only works if we assume that a song and a performance of that song are somehow detachable from each other, that changing the singer or whatever doesn't totally change the song itself. We think of songs as being like objects, something that one person can make and that another person can copy. Philosophically-minded people often call this the work concept, and it seems pretty natural to lots of us. 
But those same philosophers have poked a ton of holes in it by asking questions like, well, if songs are objects, where do they go when no one's playing them? What kind of stuff are they made of? And don't be fooled by the fact that music can be written down or recorded. Just because I can draw a tree doesn't mean I can make one exist for real. But even if it leaves philosophers unsatisfied, this idea that a song and the performance of a song are two separate things lays down the rules of the cover game. Okay, so clearly if we want to listen to Everywhere You Look, in order to think about covers, we're going to have to do some comparison between the two versions. Let's get a little of Jepsen's version in our ear. Whatever happened to predictability, the milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV. And now a little bit of Frederick's original. Whatever happened to predictability, the milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV. So let's see where hunting for similarities and differences gets us. Some of these are kind of circumstantial and probably not all that meaningful. Like, for instance, that Jepsen's cover is a whole step higher in pitch than the original. It's in F-sharp major instead of E major. That's probably just a factor of the two singers having different voices with different ranges. That is, where they're able to comfortably sing on a scale of low to high. And because that varies from individual to individual, changing the key of a song like this in a cover is pretty common. Not all that remarkable. But the fact that we have two different voices here, two different sounds that might make us call to mind two different people, could be significant in another way. Consider that Carly Rae Jepsen sounds, well, like herself here, and that she's pretty famous. So for lots of listeners, hearing this song will call her specifically to mind, and along with that, whatever they know and feel about her and her music. In Jepsen's version, we're dealing with a known, familiar voice. In Frederick's, on the other hand, we hear an essentially anonymous voice, but one that's nonetheless familiar. Jesse Frederick himself sang the themes to Family Matters Step by Step and Full House. So, especially if you watch the whole block every Friday night, you'd know Frederick's voice quite well, even if you never quite knew who he was. Plus, his voice seems to fit pretty squarely into a way of singing that was once massively popular and influential. The style that emerged after British kids in the 60s got obsessed with the blues. So think of the way Eric Clapton sings, or Joe Cocker. So on the one hand, we've got a voice that, assuming we know who she is, immediately identifies Carly Rae Jepsen, and on the other hand, a voice that might seem familiar but somehow still anonymous. At least for me, that split sets up the two different versions to have rather different meanings. But we'll get back to that. On the whole, Jepsen's cover isn't much of a departure from the original. And Frederick was even involved with recording the new theme. In a recent interview, Jepsen put it pretty simply, quote, We are sticking to the original tune. And I think she meant more than just that they were keeping the notes and the chords and the rhythms the same. Although, by and large, they did. I think she's also pointing to a kind of vibe or feel or style that's present in both versions. This kind of stuff is a little hard to talk about, but it has to do with the details of how something's played rather than just what that thing is. Musicians from all kinds of traditions have lots of different words for trying to name some of this stuff. Articulation, phrasing, dynamics, mojo, flow, grease, funk, feeling, touch, the list goes on. But maybe it's better to get at this idea through experience rather than words. So Brian will play an example for you. Okay, so I'll play the guitar hook from Everywhere You Look two times. 
The first time I'll play it with a different feel from the one the song actually uses, and the second time I'll do it in the style of the song. We'll put a metronome on so that you can hear that I'm not changing the tempo, and I also promise to play the same pitches in the same order both times. Here goes. First, unlike the song. And now with the right vibe. So if Brian just played the same notes in the same order at the same speed, what accounts for the difference we just heard? What actually is feel? Well, it's probably a combination of things. Stuff like exactly how long or short he let each note ring out, and micro-inflections of whether he played right on the beat or milliseconds on either side of it. Also, how loud or soft he played each note, and just how he struck the string to give each note its particular color. If you take all these subtle things that musicians are constantly managing and generalize them across each player in the band, plus the way each player is interacting with everybody else, then you've got the kind of unnameable but also obvious feel of a song. This is the biggest thing, even over and above notes and lyrics that the two versions have in common. Check it out, and, and here you can really hear the similarity in attitude if you stick with concentrating on the guitars. And just so it's totally clear here, we've adjusted the pitch of the recording so that they're in the same key. That's not to say that there aren't some interesting differences between the original and the cover. In a way that's weirdly similar to what we found Seal doing in Kiss from a Rose last episode, check out how Frederick drops in a measure of two beats while the song typically flows in measures of four beats. I'll count along with the track. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, one, two, three, four. One, two, three. Whereas Jepsen's version chugs along without breaking its stride at that same moment. In a similar way, Jepsen's version straightens out the rhythmic placement of the chord changes in the first half of the chorus. Frederick has them change in a syncopated, anticipated way, meaning that the changes happen just before the beat. Listen to the way the articulation of each chord and the clicks of the metronome don't line up in the middle of this example. Versus what happens in the Jepsen, where the chords change on the beat. So the cover is a little sharper feeling, a little more crisp, maybe. This feeling is also helped along by the super precise, probably computer-aided, triplet strumming that chugs along underneath the chorus. All of this feels to my ear very current, very today. 
This kind of exactitude is what I expect from our often sample and sequence-based way of making pop music right now. And that might make some sense. If Frederick's version is a bluesy pop song with a late 80s vibe, which for me it is, what with all the synths, then Carly Rae Jepsen's version is like what would happen if that same song popped into existence today. Which, of course, is the central joke of the show that her version of Everywhere You Look is the theme for. The point of Fuller House is that it's full house happening now instead of then, for better or worse. But we still have to talk about the most obvious change Jepsen made to the original. We're talking about the moment right at the top, when Jepsen counts in and then sings the famous guitar hook. Actually, it's a little more precise to say that she and a crowd sing along to the famous guitar hook. This moment almost invites us to imagine a scene. Jepsen sitting on a couch in front of a TV watching reruns of Full House and leading her friends in singing along with the theme song to the show. If we're willing to go there, it might turn the song into something really cool, a cover about covers, or more specifically, about the way we imaginatively engage with art and entertainment that we care about. And this links back to what Fuller House as a show seems to be all about. It's a fan's fantasy come to life. The thing we do where we wonder what becomes of a character after the end of a favorite book. Likewise, Jepsen's cover might be like if you were idly humming a favorite song and somehow that transformed into a full-blown studio production of what you heard in your head. Of course, this only makes sense if you're willing to entertain our little imaginary scenario. And a skeptic might say that it's like we're inventing our own cover of Jepsen's version by choosing to listen to it that way. But actually, that's kind of the point, right? That's how listening always works. Listening is imagining personal covers. Each time any of us listens to a song, we make sense of it in our own way. More or less different from other people, and more or less different from the last time we ourselves heard it. That's to say that to listen to music is actually to make our own version of whatever we're listening to inside our own selves. It's a kind of sister idea to the one we talked about at the beginning of the show. Just like there's no such thing as a song without a particular performance of that song, maybe there's no such thing as a performance without a particular listener's experience of that performance. Maybe musical experience is just covers of covers of covers. Have mercy. Thanks for listening. Tuner is Brian Barone and me, John Lago Marcino. This week's song, Everywhere You Look, was written by Jesse Frederick, Bennett Salve, and Jeff Franklin. And it was performed in one version by Jesse Frederick and in the other by Carly Rae Jepsen. If you like the show, you can visit us at our website, tuner.show, and follow us on Twitter or Facebook at Tuner Show. We'd love to hear about your personal reactions to this song and really any other two. As always, we'd really appreciate if you left a rating or a review on iTunes. It goes a long way. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Bye.